T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A deal reached, a bill passed yesterday to avoid a government shutdown. On that uh, shutdown deadline, here's Chuck Schumer. The vote tonight is a strong indication that we can work in a bipartisan way to get those bills passed. And we hope to finish funding all of the government by March 22nd. That is the commitment the Speaker made with us yesterday. And we're counting on him to follow through. All right, Rick, that's a a little bit more of a peachy update than I think a lot of people have of what seems to be just perpetually avoiding a shutdown. Yeah, it's it's reached the point of silliness and probably gotten beyond that now. I mean, we we get up to these deadlines, and I think what you're seeing is the consequence of basically a 50-50 divided government in the House and the Senate. And in the House, a, a, a speaker who is still learning how to how to do this job a few months into his, his term after replacing Kevin McCarthy, it's difficult for him to govern. Uh, that, that margin got even a little narrower this week with the uh, Long Island Congressman Tom Swazi getting sworn in. And uh, there just isn't much governing margin, and it's meant a lot of governing in fits and stops. But the, the, it, it highlights the fact that nobody wants a government shutdown, particularly not in election year. Seems like the uh, next time we talk to you next week that uh, we'll pretty much have things shored up for 2024, right? I mean, Super Tuesday will be in the rearview mirror, and everyone kind of expects that to go the way, well, every primary's gone so far. And that is that former President Trump will win, perhaps in a landslide, perhaps just about everywhere. Uh, We had Michigan this past Tuesday. Anything stick out to you there? Sure. I mean, look, you're right that this is, you know, this is a national campaign and it's not really being fought in a national way right now. Nikki Haley's not going to be the nominee. Donald Trump will. I think there were two big takeaways, one on each side, and they were kind of uh, two sides of the same coin. You had about 30 percent of Republicans voting for someone other than Trump, even though he's inevitable. Of course, he won big against Haley, but that's still sizable. You know, hundreds of thousands of voters who are saying that they're not sold on Trump and, and voting Republican. And on the Democratic side, you know, maybe even a bigger storyline of north of 100,000 Democrats voting against Biden and voting for, quote unquote, uncommitted delegates. That's really a stark statement. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the protests over the Israel-Hamas war. Of course, the huge Arab-American population outside Detroit had a lot to do with that. But um, it's just a reminder that uh, there's a lot of angst over the inevitable nominees in both parties. They're going to have to work, both Trump and Biden, they're going to have to do a lot of work to get, you know, the people who they would normally count on as their own vo- voters on board with them. Uh, but, I, I mean, is there any actual belief that it will play a difference in November? You know, you look at these uncommitted voters in Michigan. I, You know, they still went out to the polls, and I think you still look at most of them, if not all, 
are going to pull the trigger for Biden. And, you know, those who didn't want to vote for Trump, they're still going to vote the other way. That's probably right. But remember, in Michigan, Donald Trump won by 11,000 votes only in 2016. Biden turned it around with 150,000 vote margin in, uh, in in 2020. There were a bunch of states that were, you know, in the 20, 15,000 vote range. So it doesn't take many. Uh, and uh, there is a universe of Republicans who will never vote Trump and Democrats who are never going to vote for Biden. And, uh, you know, it's an odd dynamic. I think it's going to fuel some interest in third parties. But, the, you know, the bottom line is they're going to have to do that work. So you're right. Most of the voters that voted uh, on Tuesday in Michigan are probably still going to vote for their for their party. But it doesn't take all that many to make a huge difference. You know, looking at polls in swing states, you have uh, Trump with a lead over Biden in a lot of them. In uh, Arizona, it's 3 percent. In Nevada, it's about 6 percent. Um, in Georgia, too, uh, it's a little bit more. I think that might be a 6 percent lead. But all these numbers are still slim, right? It's still tight in these swing states. Yeah, look, it's an unmistakable trend that, that, that favors Trump right now, but nothing's really outside of margins of error. And no one is going to say, look, they put this away. The election is going to come down to you know tens of thousands of voters uh, spread across seven states. That was true uh, before. It was, it's true now. It doesn't matter. You know, any Trump legal issues or Biden age issues are, aren't really likely to change that. It, it, you know, it, it's going to be that tight. The dynamics aren't going to shift that drastically, I don't think, before November. Um, this is, you know, a very small landscape, a very number, small number of people that actually will be deciding the presidency. When did we go? Like, can you think back in to a, a point in time? Like, when did we go from the idea that, hey, you know, uh, in 2024, probably going to be a rematch, uh, Trump and Biden. And then everyone was like, yeah, OK, you know, that, sure. In your wildest dreams, that won't happen. When did we go from that to, like, oh, it's it's probably going to be a rematch? Look, I think you can rewind the tape and see a few points along the way. You know, there were, there were moments in 2023 where Democrats, you know, had the opportunity to take on Joe Biden if they chose to. I think the 22, 22 midterms, though, because the Democrats did better than anticipated, quieted a lot of that and kind of squelched it out. And there was a moment right after those midterms, too, where Trump jumped in the race, but there was a lot of skepticism of him. But I think... The, the other candidates gave him, especially Ron DeSantis, gave him about six months of runway. And in the meantime, you know, he, he got stronger and stronger. And if you're looking for a moment, it frankly might be the moment that he got charged criminally for the first time and then would get charged subsequently because that played into a narrative of uh, persecution. The other candidates kind of played into it even unwittingly, and he never gave up the polling lead. So I think there's definitely lots of points along the way, but I point to, you know, the 2022 midterm results and then, uh, and then the beginning of the criminal cases. I mean, wouldn't that be something? You point to the beginning of the criminal cases. I think a lot of people would agree with you. I think a lot of people would agree with you way before those charges were brought up that, you know, hey, if you're talking to Democrats bringing these charges against Trump, guess what you're doing in the future? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, I, you know, look, the justice, the people that were in the Justice Department and in various DA's offices, obviously, they're in it for, you know, or ostensibly apolitical reasons, but it has political consequence when you're talking about a political figure in a campaign. And I think the impact is is undeniable and vast. Rick, as always, thanks for the time. We'll talk again next week after Super yeah. Tuesday. Rick Klein, ABC News political director, joining us live on the Trocare College Live Line this morning. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.